You're listening to The Leadership Pod, Episode 2, Why You Need to Think About Leadership Development Early in Your Career. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. A very big hello from me and welcome back to the Leadership Pod. This is the first real episode for this podcast. So last week's episode was really just a chance for you to get to know what this podcast is about, how it can help you in your business life, and so you can get to know a little bit more about me as well. But today we're delving straight into it and we're going to be talking about why it's important to start working on your leadership development early in your career. So last week in episode one, I talked about how internal training for leadership development is often reserved for people who are already very senior in their career. So people who are at director level or a senior executive level. And because many companies reserve leadership development for people at this level, other people, so mostly people like you who are mid-level in their career, often don't even think about their own leadership development. Often the only time people who are mid to senior level in their career worry about leadership development is when something dramatic has happened to them in their career. So maybe they don't get the promotion they wanted. Maybe their ideas are constantly being overlooked during meetings. Maybe they're not getting the high level work they know will help them get noticed. Or maybe when they want to step out on their own and build their own business and client base, Uh, they don't know where to start. It's only then they start to think about their professional development. Maybe this is something you can relate to. Maybe that's why you found this podcast, because you've had an experience at work that has pushed you to want to prove your leadership ability. And to be honest, this is when I usually get people contacting me for leadership coaching or inquiring about how I can help them and blame them really. I mean, if things are going well for you at work, then why would you want to spend time or money on improving yourself? And when you're early in your career, you know, things generally do go for you. You don't have as much responsibility. You don't have to delegate to a team. And most of your work is reactive in that your manager tells you what to do and you do it. And as long as you do that job well, you can progress and you can get good feedback from your job, from your manager or your leader. But at some stage, and this usually happens after a few years of experience, you might reach a breaking point and you might start to notice obstacles or blocks appearing in your career journey. And I like to call this these critical events. So these are events that push you to start thinking about your leadership development. Like I mentioned before about not getting promotions you know you deserve or not having your ideas recognized in meetings, critical ideas for everyone listening to this podcast are likely to be different. But if you have experienced something like this and you feel that you've neglected your leadership development, then I want you to know it is not your fault. Most people rely on their employer to take charge of their leadership development. 
So they're not even aware that leadership de development exists or that it's important for their career advancement. As a result, all they think they have to do to advance in their career is to produce good work and they'll be, no they'll be noticed. But again, as I talked about in the previous episode, if you listen to that episode one, you might remember the concept of keeping your head down and producing good work is no longer enough to get you noticed or promoted. So years ago, you could rely on this and it worked. But nowadays, because the workplace is so competitive, it's no longer possible to be content with the idea that if you produce good work, you'll naturally and automatically be rewarded for your efforts. It just doesn't happen nowadays. Now, of course, you need to be great at what you do. That is a given. But on top of that, you also need to look at a whole other area of your professional development. And that area always revolves around soft skills, leadership skills, communication skills, everything we're going to be talking about in this podcast. I want to help you develop a proactive approach to your leadership development. Instead of relying on your employer, I want you to invest in your own success, just like you've done with your college or with your university qualifications. I want you to see, I want you to get those promotions that you dream of. I want you to see you earn money and gain more respect from your coworkers and boss. I want to see you find new clients. And I know you can do it because I've seen from my other clients that it can be done. It is absolutely within your reach. So let's get into some reasons why you need to think about leadership development early on in your career. Reason number one, you'll reach your leadership goals faster. Now, I know for many of you, time is of the essence. The quicker you advance in your career, the more responsibility you can take on, the more you can prove yourself, and of course, as a bonus, the more money you can earn. So the quicker you can overcome the obstacles that are preventing you from being seen as a leader, the sooner you can reach your leadership goals. A lot of the time, the professional development that companies have in place for their employees is offered at a slow pace. And the bigger the company you work for, most of the time, the slower the training will typically be offered. So what that means for you is you'll learn leadership development at a slow pace, yeah, but at the same pace as your competition as well. So think about that. If you learn at the same pace as your competition, you'll advance at the same pace as them. And there is no way for you to differentiate yourself or put yourself on a more advanced level in the eyes of your boss or other hiring managers. So it can restrict your ability to be shine and, and to be noticed. Now, I know because you're listening to this podcast that you don't want to be in that category. You want to be in the category of one right above everyone else. And what you're doing now listening to this podcast is a fantastic first step in the right direction. So I remember when I was second year at university. So this takes me back to about 18 years old. And it hit me that there were about 200 other students in my degree. I was majoring in marketing and international business. And I thought to myself, well, when we all graduate, 
At the same time, how on earth am I going to be able to differentiate myself from all of the other students in this degree so I can get a good job when I finish? And I suppose it was the influence of my marketing degree to that kind of triggered the thought in me about how to differentiate myself in the marketplace or in the job market when I graduated. And this thought you know, of differentiation, it, st it stayed with me for a couple of months. And then it dawned on me that if I learned something at university that no one else was learning, that's something that could help differentiate me. And if I did something that no one else was doing, you know, that's a way I could differentiate myself. So what did I do? I enrolled in Japanese. Now, I had always been fascinated with different cultures and languages. And at that time in Australia, particularly in Queensland, and that's where I was doing my uni, there were a lot of uh, there was a lot of business going on with Japan and a lot of tourism as well. So I thought to myself, well, if I learn Japanese, then I would be positioning myself for uh, a great job in business. And as it turns out, that was an absolutely brilliant idea to have because it helped me live and work in Japan for five years. Uh, first as an English teacher, but then later on with Deloitte as a corporate tax consultant. Now, you're probably thinking, corporate tax consulting? That's so different to what you're doing now, Cara. Well, yeah, it is. And well, I guess that's a story for another episode. But the point I want to make is that I used languages and, you know, Japanese in particular as a way to differentiate myself. Now, you can use your advanced leadership ability, your uh, fantastic skill in communication, your fantastic skill to give feedback, to empower your team, to motivate them. You know, all of these areas in leadership that are important, you can use that as a way to differentiate yourself from your competition and land those promotions faster. Reason number two. You'll show your boss that you're ready for a promotion. So for your boss to feel that you're ready to be promoted, he or she has to see with their own eyes that you're capable as a leader. So bosses and hiring managers are quite risk averse. The only, they only like to promote people they're confident will be able to do the job really well. Uh, and I talked about this a bit in the last episode uh, because at the end of the day, it's their job on the line. And if they choose somebody who is terrible in the role and needs to be trained up, uh, a lot more money needs to be invested in them, or possibly they need to be replaced a couple of months down the track, this costs the company money. And it costs that person, the decision maker, you know, the hiring manager, it costs them their reputation and possibly their job. So, that's what I mean when I say they are very risk averse. They always, always want to make sure that they're making the right hiring decision because if they don't, there are a lot of consequences for them. And what this means for you is if you can show leadership qualities you know will be required in the position that you're going for, then it helps the hiring manager or your boss, it helps to make the job or the decision easier for them. It basically makes it into a no-brainer for them to hire or promote you because they've already seen you in action before promoting you. You know, it helps them to be more confident in the decision in hiring you for that role. Reason number three, it takes time to learn. 
So leadership skill takes a long time to learn and to develop. You really, really need to have a long-term approach to your leadership development. So the sooner you start learning it is, the, the better, better it is for you. Um, and a lot of people misunderstand this. A lot of people think that if they enroll in a workshop or uh, a couple of day, you know, two, three day workshop, they will have all the skills they need to be a great leader. They may have the foundational skill to be a good leader or to give it a good go from the start, but there's probably a lot more skill that they need to develop over time. Now, the reason it takes so long to learn these skills is because there are so many elements to it. There are so many topics within the leadership landscape that you can learn about. You know, the word leadership development, it is so broad. There's team building, there's motivation, there's delegation, feedback, confidence and self-esteem, self-doubt, communication, storytelling, creative thinking, personal branding, and the list goes on and on and on and on. It is not possible for you to learn everything you need to know in a short amount of time. Um, like I mentioned, I know there are degrees, I know there are courses that you can take that teach you leadership, but even within these degrees and these courses, there are lim limitations. They don't cover absolutely everything you need to know. And it's, you know, highly likely that you encounter various situations that are new to you that you haven't been trained for. Uh, so adapting to those situations, using what you have learned or learning new skills so you can deal with those situations better the next time around, that's what leadership is about. And you're probably asking yourself, well, if there are so many areas to learn about when it comes to leadership, you know, where do you start with all of this? And my best advice for you is to Identify the area that's causing the most difficulty in your job right now and start with that. So maybe you feel you're not communicating with enough structure or clarity in meetings. Maybe you've had feedback about that. Maybe you find it hard to delegate to other people and make clear requests. Or maybe the issue is more internal and it revolves around self-doubt or the imposter syndrome. So find out what is challenging for you right now and I'm sure you have something that is challenging for you right now. And then try and find resources or training or even coaching to help you with that area. And once you're confident you've improved in that area, then you can move on to the next area that you feel is holding you back. As I mentioned, you know, leadership development, it's a long-term process. And I am sure there will always be new issues and um, challenges and situations that you encounter and you think to yourself wow okay this I didn't handle this properly I, I could have handled this better uh, what do I need to learn how can I handle this better the next time around reason number four your boss or company may not have your best interests in mind so leadership development is something that's personal to you and to your career goals when you rely on the leadership development that your company provides for you, you know, the internal training they provide for you, you have to remember that it's created for a mass audience. It's not personal in any way. And your company is training you for positions that can help you grow their company. So you may be very happy in your current company and you may plan to stay there for a long time. And if you are, then that is great. I'm not encouraging you to change that. But some of you might not. Some of you might have other plans for yourself. 
You may have bigger goals than what your company can provide. You may want to change industries or you might want to even start your own business. The point is your boss and your company don't know what you want to achieve in your career. This is personal to you and you alone. So for that reason, they might not always have your best interests in mind when it comes to leadership development because they're steering you in their direction, not yours. That's why I'm encouraging you to take it on yourself to invest in your own leadership development and your own success. So even if you are happy with your company, even if you're, you know, you're happy with your company, you don't want to change, your boss might not know that you, you're as ambitious as you are and that you have high goals within that company. Um, so they don't send you to the training that you need. They don't give you the high level projects that you need to prove yourself. So that's why I'm trying to emphasize for you to take it on yourself to invest in your own leadership development. All the great leaders have done this. I'm just uh, remembering right now as I talk a, uh, a book that I read about Jack Welch, who was the CEO of General Electric throughout the 80s. He actually started as an engineer for the company in 1960, but shortly after landing his, his uh, job, he discovered that he wasn't happy just being an engineer. He wanted to be a businessman. He wanted to work his way up the ranks of General Electric and become a leader in the company. He knew he had that in him. He constantly strived to improve himself. In his biography, it's called Jack, written, it was written in 2001, he talked about getting out of the pile. And what he meant by getting out of the pile is essentially what I talked about before, differentiation. So we're coming back you know, to what I discussed about earlier in this podcast. So Jack approached the whole concept of getting out of the pile early on in his career when he was still an engineer. And he did this by giving his boss more than expected. He made that a, a kind of a rule that he always worked by. He always wanted to give his boss more than his boss expected. So for example, if he was asked a question uh, by his boss, if, you, if he had to give his boss some information about one of the products they were working on, he would always think bigger than the actual question he was asked. And he would not only give the answer to the question, but on top of that, he would also give a fresh new perspective on the issue. And this helped him stand out in his boss's mind. It helped him get promoted. And ever since he learned this early on in, in his career, he said that it became a basic part of how he manages. Now, I know this story takes place at a very different time in business when people did stay in the same company for 10, 20 or even 40 years time. But the concept can still be applied today in your career or in your business. So I differentiated myself at university by learning Japanese. Jack Welch differentiated himself by being extreme and getting out of the pile and by giving his boss more than what he expected. Think about how you can differentiate yourself. How can you get out of the pile in your company or your industry? And these are really important questions you need to start thinking about, especially if you're an emerging leader and you want to establish a strong brand and reputation. Reason number five, you'll gain in confidence and self-esteem. So confidence is a key area that stops many people from advancing into leadership. 
Now, it might seem like a topic that's not very important, uh, but I can tell you it's often the difference between those who, su who succeed and those who don't. So confidence can make you want to put your hand up for promotions because you know you're capable. It can help you ask your boss for a pay rise because you know you're worth it. It can help you get your ideas heard in meetings because you communicate them with confidence, with conviction and no hesitation. Learning, improving and growing gives you confidence. All of the people I work with, either in person or through my video courses, see improvement in their level of confidence as a result of what they learn with me. Maybe you've even experienced this yourself by listening to this podcast. Learning how to be a better leader and how to overcome specific challenges that you face will give you more overall confidence and self-esteem. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, this triggers a virtuous circle. So the more confident you feel, the more confidence you project to others. Others will pick up on this increasing confidence in you. They'll think that you're somebody who is confident and in return, they'll treat you as somebody who is confident. Do you see the pattern? It's a virtuous circle. So all you have to do is start this virtuous circle by being more confident and learning and growing and improving will give you this confidence that you absolutely need in your leadership journey. So that just about sums up this episode. We have delved into a lot of reasons, well, five reasons why you need to work on your leadership development early on in your career. And I hope that I have convinced you that you really start need to, that you need to start taking it on yourself and taking a proactive approach to your leadership development so that you can advance faster and in the direction that you want to advance in. The key message I want to leave you with is don't rely on your company to provide you for your leadership development or don't only rely on your company to provide this for you. Take it in your own hands because uh, as we were talking about here, your boss, your company may have different plans for you. You may not be on board with those plans. They may not be the same plans that you have. And don't wait until you have a critical event happen before you invest in your own leadership development. Don't be reactive with it. Be proactive. Make sure you're prepared before those critical events do happen. If you remember these two things, then you're well on your way, truly on your way to becoming the amazing leader that I know you can be. I hope this podcast episode has convinced you not to be like everyone else. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Leadership Pod. Don't forget to join me again next week for a brilliant episode on how you can start building your leadership brand in 2020. There are going to be some really deep insights in this episode I'm going to share with you. So make sure you tune in. And if you liked this episode, then I would be so grateful if you could take a couple of minutes to leave a review on the, on the iTunes platform. Now, I know that you know how important reviews and recommendations are for podcasts. And what a high number of reviews means is that more people can find this podcast in iTunes so I can help more people when it comes to leadership. So please share it with your friends, with your colleagues, uh, and encourage them to subscribe to this podcast too. Well, that's it for me for this episode. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.